Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the land of the unwalled villages, and I'm going to be covering Bible prophecy today. It's going to be important. Some of the things I have never released before. Uh, some of these are getting pretty close to some secrets I can't release, but I don't think I've released things that I don't want to release yet, but the day is coming when I'm going to be shocking the world with some things that I've found in Bible prophecy. But if you don't like Bible prophecy, go ahead and click away, because we're going to be covering it today. The Land of Unwalled Villages. Also, uh, Jason makes a prophet uh, had a dream that if we want to see Prophecy Club continue in the hard times together, we should ask everyone that watches Prophecy Club to actually join the Prophecy Club. Only $9.90 a month, automatic, and you can join us by going down to that QR code right down there, and just uh, hold your camera up to that. A little yellow box will appear around it. You touch it, and it, boom, takes you right over there, and you can join it. $9.90 a month or more. And I also need to give you an update on Berkey. Okay, so yes, at this point, it does still appear that Berkey is going to be no more. Uh, we are out of everything with the Berkey name on it. However, we have placed orders for a pretty large order of Berkey Royals and also extra filters. We are now waiting on those orders and we just got some bad news that it's going to be not three or four weeks, but more like three to five weeks before we get them. Um, we have a few, we, we've ordered more than what we have placed orders for, so we are still taking orders for Berkey Royals and also extra filters but we do expect to run out of the extra in the shipment shortly. If you want to know the availability, call us 785-266-1112. However, this is where we need your help. <laughs> so we bought a whole bunch of Berkey filters, but we can't clear the credit cards until they actually arrive, and that's in three to five weeks. So that means that we took all of the money out of our account, and we're not going to be able to access it for three to five weeks. So if Prophecy Club has blessed you and you can help us, now would be a really good time. Uh, we were saying before we need eight to 10,000, and I'm put down here five to 6,000, but it probably is more like eight to 10,000 we really need because we've had to dip into our emergency funds. We're almost ready to break open the grandchildren's piggy bank because we want you to be able to get Berkey water filters. And we, at this point, have bought all they will allocate us to. Hopefully, once these come in, if they have any more, which we doubt, we want to be able to get some more. Okay, so let's, we're going to be talking about the unwalled villages today. We'll start Ezekiel 38, 1. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog, the land of Magog. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details to explaining why I'm just going to give you the overview, and this is actually talking about Russia. And all of the prophecy students all agree this is all talking about Russia. The chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and Meshach is two-word changes from Moscow. Tubal is three-word changes to the modern city of Tobolsk, which I understand is the largest city in Russia. And prophesy against them. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I'm against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back, and I put hooks in thy jaws. Now, I believe 
that when Leslie was shown back, I think it was October the 28th of 2001, where the river of oil flows, and it is flowing underneath Israel. Matter of fact, we, we know that it flows from Israel up to all of the other surrounding nations around Israel. But how it flows is in the shape of a fish hook. So it says, I'll turn thee back, I will put hooks into thy jaws. We think that it is crude oil that draws the Russians and all of her evil allies down to attack Israel, and that is a setup. You remember God said he caused them to, he laid on the hearts to fulfill his will and degree and to give their kingdom under the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled, meaning it was God that put on the hearts of the evil people to form a world government. Why? So we can do this. So we can bring them down to the valleys of Jehoshaphat, to the valley of Jezreel, where he is going to shed their blood at the wine fat, just outside the city of Jerusalem, where his blood was shed. He's bringing those evil people down, and she's going to shed their blood right where his blood was shed. Rise the horse's bridle about the place of 1,600 furlongs. I would bring thee forth on all thine horses and horsemen. Now, you may be thinking, wait, 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 wait. Russia wouldn't fight a modern war on horses. Uh, it would if it ran out of crude oil. Okay? We think that's what's going to happen. We think that when we hit oil in Israel, it's going to begin to dry the wells of all the other nations surrounding Israel. That's the hook in the jaw. They come down to attack Israel because God makes them, because all of their wells, their oil wells, all dried up. Horsemen, all of them clothed all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Now, I need to give you that disclaimer. I cannot guarantee we're ever going to get the money drilled for or hit oil in Israel. Headline, fears of a second war in Europe as Azerbaijan launches a military attack. Well, guess what? I'm about to show you that Azerbaijan is probably part of the nations whose wells will dry. Azerbaijan carried out strikes on the disputed region on Tuesday as it announced the launch of an anti-terror operation, a move that threatens to trigger another war in the region. The country's defense minister said it was using high-precision weapons to incapacitate Armenian-backed forces. So, I've been saying, World War III started April 22nd of 2022 when Russia invaded uh, Ukraine, and it's not going to stop until Armageddon. Now, let's jump back to scriptures. Remember that one. Jeremiah 33, 7. I will cause the captivity, and the word in the Hebrew there means wealth, not jail or prison, okay? I will cause the captivity of Judah and the captivity of Israel to return. And will build them as at the first. In other words, Israel is going to get massive amounts of wealth and build it up to greater than it was in the days of Solomon. The greatest days Israel has ever seen. Jump down to verse 8. I will cleanse them from all their iniquity whereby they have sinned me. They didn't say that everybody just receives Jesus. It's just that they have served their sentence which lasted about 2,000 years, being scattered around the world and all kinds of, I mean, World War II, well, six million Jews killed World War II, okay? They served their sentence. God just wipes their iniquities away. Whereby they have sinned, whereby they have transgressed against me. And it should be to me a name of joy, a praise, and an honor before all the nations of the earth which shall hear of all of the good, meaning giving them massive amounts of oil, all of the good that I will do unto them, and they shall fear and tremble for all the goodness 
and for all the prosperity that I give unto them. Now, as you read some of the other scriptures I'm not covering today, a lot of people that don't understand them think, oh, it's talking about olive oil. Well, the world is not going to fear and tremble Israel because they have large amounts of olive oil, <laughs> because they have large amounts of crude oil. For I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, saith the Lord. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I promised. What is that talking about? That's talking about Exodus 3, 8, where Moses told take his shoes off to get you up on sending you in land that flows with milk and honey. And this is the milk and honey. As a matter of fact, I showed you this is what yellow colored crude oil looks like right there. Okay. That's yellow colored crude oil. That is the honey when he says the milk and honey. I will perform that good thing which I promised to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. He made him to ride upon the high places of the earth. That's not high mountains. That doesn't move Israel to high mountains. He's going to make Israel the wealthiest nation on earth. That's what it's saying. That he might eat the increase of the fields. We believe that's talking about oil fields. And he made him to suck honey. This is the honey. To suck honey out of the rock. You don't get bee honey out of a rock, but you do get this stuff out of flint rock. Okay? And oil out of the flinty rock. But Jeshurun, that's another word for Israel, waxed fat. And that word fat is not talking about like chicken grease or something like that. It's talking about crude oil. And kicked. In other words, this is with strength. So Israel gets wealth from crude oil and kicks, or they fight. Thou art waxen fat. Thou art grown thick. In other words, wealthy and strong. Thou art covered with fatness. Hmm. It's all talking about crude oil. You've got to do a lot of research to see that, though. Then thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Second time it says that. Now let's jump to another headline. President of Turkey says, may, not have, may have to part ways with the EU. Turkish President Erdogan says that he might part ways with the EU if necessary because the EU is trying to break away from Turkey. Well, why does that fit? That fits with the scriptures. This is a summary of all of the 33 some odd oil verses that I've found. This is a summary. This is my words. In the last days, I will give Israel the hidden treasures of yellow crude oil sucked from rock deep in the land. I will cause the nations to fear and tremble at the wealth, the milk and honey, or gas and oil promised to Moses. With it, I will build the waste cities, making Israel the glory of all lands. The best land on earth, returning Israel to her former state of wealth and prosperity. Now, let me show you why Turkey fits. These are the nations that will be attacking Israel in the last days. Persia, that would be Iran today. Ethiopia, Libya, with them all of them, with shield and helmet. Gomer, okay, now who's Gomer? Let me show you who Gomer is. We're going to jump to this. Okay, so this is the Black Sea. Let me get you kind of oriented where we are here. This is the Black Sea. This is a modern map. So down here is Turkey. This is Ukraine, my opinion, the most evil nation on earth, and Russia over here. Now let's go back to this map. Okay, so here's Gomer. This is Rosh, the land of Magog, or the land of Gog. Gomer, uh, Tubal, 
more Gomer down here, Ashkenaz to, 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 to Garma. And up here is the Azerbaijan area. So all of this is all people. These lands here are going to be coming down to little Israel right down here to attack her one day. Now let's go back to the scriptures. Gomer Ali's man's the house of Togarma. Where's Togarma? Togarma is right here. Togarma, here. Okay, that's down in Turkey. No question. Of the north quarters, all his bands and many people with thee. Be thou prepared and prepare thyself, thou and all thy company that are assembled with thee. And be thou a guard to them after many days shalt thou, thou shalt be visited. In the latter years, that's important, thou shalt come into the land that is brought back from the sword, that would be Israel, is gathered out of many people against the mountains of Israel, which have always been waste, but it is now brought back forth out of the nations. See, one of the things I want to do is fly Christians Jews back to Israel. Always waste, that is brought back forth out of the nations, and they shall dwell safely, all of them. Are they dwelling safely in Israel right now? No, they are not. So I believe that there has to be some kind of at least a small war between Israel and some, well, at least uh, some of the nations around them. I'll say it that way. And they're going to get back all over the land from the Euphrates all the way over to the Nile. So says the Bible. So here's what we're talking about. Here's the Black Sea, Gomer, Magog, Rosh, which is where we get the word Rasha today, uh, Ashkenaz, your Ashkenazi Jews that are not Jews, that say they're Jews but are not, but they do lie, Gomer to Garma. Now, if you got that, then let's move on. Thus saith the Lord God, it should come to pass at that time, at that same time, what same time? When they come down to attack Israel, they don't stop at just Israel. At the same time, shall things come into thy mind, and thou shalt think an evil thought. And thou shalt say, I will go up to the land of unwalled villages. I think it's where I have taken Christians and Jews and have built them a special area where once we hit oil in Israel, again, remember my disclaimer, can I guarantee we're ever going get, to get the money to drill for or hit oil in Israel? I want to go to Israel and say, I want you to give me permission to bring Christians and Jews back. I want you to give me a plot of land to start building a, a city on, to fulfill this. This is on my heart. Now, I haven't had a dream or vision, no angel visit telling me to do this. I can just tell you it's strong right here for me to do that. And there's been some other dreams and visions that confirm it, but nothing direct. Okay, anyway, I'll go up to the land of unwalled villages, to them that are at rest, that dwell safely. They don't dwell. Nobody dwells safely in Israel, neither the Palestinians nor the Jews. Okay, They're constantly at war. I'll go up to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls, having neither bars nor gates. There are lots of bars and gates all over Israel. I mean, on personal homes, cities have walls and gates. Yeah, but this is a time when something has changed. To take a spoil, okay, who would want to attack Israel for a spoil? Well, right now they wouldn't. Israel doesn't have much in the way of gold and silver and spoil, and but that's going to change, especially since a lot of American Christians will begin to move to Israel, and they're going to bring their gold or silver and their cattle and things like that. To take a spoil, to take a prey, to turn thine hand upon the desolate places that are now inhabited. On the people that are gathered out of the nations, that's us, 
which have gotten cattle and goods, that's us. They don't have hardly any cattle in Israel. And dwell in the midst of the land. Sheba and Dedan, the merchants of Tarshish, with all the young lions thereof, shall say unto thee, now, who's Sheba and Dedan? Here, let me go back to the map here. Sheba and Dedan is, well, it's off the map, and I don't want to, it's back down over here, okay? Uh, back down, it's, well, too much trouble to, to adjust the map, so I won't adjust the map here, hang on. But it's in, in western Saudi Arabia. Sheba and Dedan, the merchants of Tarshish. Merchants of Tarshish, we believe, is Britain. Why? Because they are the young lions. And all the young lions thereof, that's the other British colonies, shall say to thee, Art thou come to take up spoil? Hast thou gathered the company to take up prey, to take away silver and gold, to take away cattle and goods, and to take away great spoil? Right now, that does not describe Israel. But once Israel hits massive amounts of oil, it will start describing Israel pretty quickly, especially with a bunch of Christians and Jews get moved back. And you may be saying, okay, why do they go back? Why would Jews want to move to Israel? Well, outside of the, the fact that God is calling them, I think the way Israel will do it is if you want your royalties, your oil royalties for the land that where oil is discovered on, you have to actually live in Israel. So they'll move back to Israel just to get that monthly check. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say unto God, thus saith the Lord God, in that day when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, they don't dwell safely today. So again, there's got to be some kind of a, if it's not a big war, it's at least a small war, and get them to their land back. That shall come from thy place. Remember, remember, Israel, remember Leslie was told that the discovery of massive amounts of oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. I don't think that's Armageddon. I think that's some kind of a small war between them. In that day when my people dwell safely, shalt thou not know it? Thou shalt come from thy place out of the north parts. What is north of Israel? If you draw a line directly north of Jerusalem, it runs right through Moscow. And thou shalt take the, uh, come out of thy place out of the north parts, many people with thee, all of them riding horses. Wait a minute. Russia wouldn't come down to attack Israel on horseback. They would if they ran out of crude oil. Riding on horses, a great company, a mighty army. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the Lamb. He shall be in the latter days. We're in the latter days. I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me. Why? Okay, so this, he's saying, I will bring. This is the hand of God that had them make a world government, then learn to live off of crude oil. Then that crude oil is taken away and given to Israel. So that's the hook in the jaw that drives the Russians and all of her buddies down to attack Israel, where their blood is shed just outside of the city at the wine press, exactly where Jesus' blood was shed. Where his blood was shed, he sheds their blood. I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me. When they see that morning star come down, when the heaven rolls back like a scroll, and you and me are on our white horses just coming from the marriage supper of the Lamb, and which is marriage supper of the Lamb started about four months below. We, we've been at four, uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb for about four months. So we're on white horses. Jesus is in front of us along with the two uh, angels with the sharp sickles and the armies in heaven. Jesus blows, because he's the bright morning star, 
blows with the breath of his nostrils, brandishes his sword. It goes to the center of the earth, sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. The hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. And the hills melt like a water running down a steep place. The channels of the sea are revealed. Every mountain falls, every valley is filled in. The earth is turned into a nice round smooth ball with no more sea. As that morning star hits the center, they fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones like a standard bearer falleth when he fainteth. I bring thee against my land. The heathen may know me when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, before their eyes. In other words, just like he used Moses and destroyed the army of Pharaoh and he became famous as a result of that, he is going to become famous to all the world when they see him split the heavens, they roll back like a scroll, he uses his power and destroy. In the evening they are, in the morning they are not. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. And it shall come to pass at that same time, when God shall come against the land of Israel, saith the Lord God, that my fury, that's his anger, shall come up in my face. That's the morning star, okay? For in my jealousy, in the fire of my wrath. So a lot of people want to say, oh, tribulations, that, that's his wrath. That's, we, for he's not appointed man, what, for, for it's not, uh, for we shall not endure. <laughs> I'm getting the wrong scripture here. Okay. Uh, for we are not appointed to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so they want to say, oh, that's seven year tribulation. No, his wrath is fire. Look at it. That's, and if you go do a research, the word fire and wrath, in the King James, that is, you'll find there's lots of references. The wrath is the fire of the morning star. For my jealousy and the fire of my wrath I have spoken. Surely in that day there should be a great shaking in the land of Israel. The earth turns upside down, scattered abroad the inhabitants thereof. Every mountain falls, every valley is filled in, the crooked places are made straight, rough places are made smooth, okay? So that the fishers of the sea, the fowls of the heaven, the beasts of the field, and all the creeping things that creep upon the earth, all the men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence, and the mountains shall be thrown down, and the steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. That's Armageddon. And I will call for a sword against him throughout all my mountains. Say the Lord God, every man's sword shall be against his brother, and I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood. And what? I will rain upon him, upon his bands, upon many people that are with him, an overflowing rain. That's not water. An overflowing rain of great hailstones, fire, and brimstone. That's the morning star. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations. And they shall know. They shall know. They see Jesus do that, and every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Therefore, son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, Thus saith the Lord God. Behold, I'm against thee, O God, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. That's what's going to happen. So now let's talk about the Antichrist. An arm shall stand as part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength. That's the Antichrist setting on the Ark of the Covenant. He shall take away the dangling sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that they can make us desolate, him setting on the Ark of the Covenant. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt with flatteries. But the people that do know, do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. I'm going to skip on. And some of them understand, I'm going to skip on. Let's get on down here. 
And the king shall do according to his will. He shall exalt himself and magnify himself against above every god and speak marvelous things against the god of gods and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished for that is determined shall be done. And he shall magnify himself above all. But in his estate, he shall honor the god of forces, a god whom his fathers knew not, shall he honor with gold, silver, and with precious stones and pleasant things. Skip down. He shall divide the land for gain. Now, this is a big point I wanted to get to. What I want to do is buy an airline, fly Christians and Jews back to Israel, or to Israel, and form the land of unwalled villages. Now, you may be saying, well, wait a minute. That doesn't sound like a good idea to move to Israel. Well, when you let an earthquake hit America and 35 suitcase nukes, right there is a good reason to leave. But then when Russia hits us with nuclear weapons, you know, uh, I, will, I will destroy her, God says. So I believe a lot of Christians and Jews, a lot of people listen to me, they're going to they're gonna board that plane. They're going to fly to Israel. You may be saying, well, are we going to be protected? Yes, we are. Let's look at verse 41. And he shall enter into the glorious land, that's Israel, talking about Antichrist, and many countries shall be overthrown, but these shall escape out of his hand, even Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Ammon. That's the area that I believe Israel will give us to bring Christians and Jews back to. Probably the Jews will live all over Israel. That's probably mostly for the Christians at this point. So, in summary, this is what I want to do. I want to find oil in Israel. Remember my disclaimer. I want to, I believe it'll fulfill the, the promise to Moses, get you up on sandy land that flows with milk and honey. And we believe the milk and honey is oil and natural gas. I want to buy an airline. I want to fly Christians' shoes to Israel where they will be protected in the last days. I thought this was real interesting. These two cows, the calves, were born one the day before and one on September 25th of 2014, which just happens to be a Shemitah. A Shemitah means seven, like two means, uh, or a couple means two, or a dozen means 12. In Hebrew, Shemitah means seven. And so I believe the prophecy is saying that it started seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. Seven years of plenty because the black and white cow has a perfect seven on his forehead. The red cow has a, a scribbled seven on his forehead. What are the chances both those cows are born within 24 hours and released to the public on the same day? I think it's of God saying seven years of plenty started in 2014 and seven years of famine started in 2021 and concludes to 2028. That's still in the ballpark. A lot of people think it's the tribulation. Now, that would mean that we are, at this point, in a famine. So what do you do? You do what Joseph did. The world lived off of bread. But in all the land of Egypt, there was bread. The people cried to Pharaoh for bread. That's wheat. So the world lived off of wheat for seven years, and I'm going to recommend you do the same thing. We have had 150 food sources destroyed last 18 months. No arrests. No t- We've had train derailments. China stopped container ships, threatening to stop all of them. Russia attacked Ukraine, break basket. I mean, our food is under attack. 
Klaus Schwab says you will own nothing but be happy. They're in the process of taking everything we own. This is a loaf of bread I actually cook. I actually cook this. And as a matter of fact, I've already had a, a slice of bread this morning. And, and I've noticed that as long as I have at least one slice a day, I feel okay. It's best if I have two slices, like one for breakfast, one for lunch. I just, even if I'm not hungry, it's, it's not that I'm eating it for food or because I'm hungry. It's because my body, my body demands it. So josephkitchen.com, they can point you to get the right wheat, all the wherewithal you need to make bread. One loaf cut into 14 slices. If you eat two slices a day, I find that about one loaf feeds one person per week. One slice breakfast, one slice dinner, better nutrition, long storage life, some 3,000 years, three, 10 minutes to make bread machine. The weakness is the electricity, but they, if you go to josephkitchen.com, they can show you how to solve all of those problems. So what is an EMP shield device? It's a device you can put on your car and your house that in an EMP attack is supposed to stop the attack. And if you go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount. They also have videos up there, shows you how to install it on your car and your house and everything, and it's not difficult at all. I've got one of them right here. Red goes to red, black goes to black, green goes to the car, uh, body of your car and you just peel it off the back, stick it under there. Got another device that goes on your house. So not complicated. Take you about 10 minutes to put them in. So empshield.com, promo code is PROPHECY. Terry Saka with CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com or call them at 888-747-3309. 888-747-3309. 